Okay, so welcome back to another episode of Discussion World. I am your host, Juan Gonzalez. And Eduardo. next to me, I have Eduardo, Eddie, Woo. Edudo, Edudo, yeah, now uh, Lalo. Uh, I just decided to hit record because honestly, we were having too much of a good conversation here. So like, I don't know. We maybe we'll play, maybe we'll not. You know, say we're just discussion world. Yeah, this is just so. Uh, I was saying, man, he just talks to us like the place I work at is haunted. It's what haunted. It's haunted. Every worker has had an experience and. Have you and had your experience? Yes, I have. Oh, wow. Yeah, she was scary because it shouldn't be possible. <laughs> so, I was walking in to um, check one of the thing, uh, one of the auditoriums, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm on the way upstairs, and there's a wall. There's like there's a wall. Like there's no pathway or anything. No pathway, no anything. Yeah, that in, in that auditorium. In other auditoriums, there is a pathway to go around. Okay. So. I'm just like knocking around because they said, oh, can you please check and see everything's cool? I'm like, yeah. And this was morning. This is before we opened. So there's no people. I'm standing all the way on top. There's not, there's, there's a wall. I hear footsteps behind me. Footsteps. I turn around and I'm just like, fuck was that? I'm like, that's a wall. And there's nothing here. I would I wouldn't be able to I wouldn't have to hear the footsteps because I'm on the top and it's a big ass theater. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, you know what? I'm gonna just leave. <laughs> I'm gonna just leave. Yeah. And there's been a lot of uh, there's even customers that I've said they feel like a haunting present. There's a, no, it's an experience, and we actually caught it on camera. Oh, wow. Um, they um, so they were sitting down, and the movie was ending, and they were sitting in the credits, you know. There's those people, you know. I don't mind them as long as they don't bother me <laughs> while I'm cleaning. And they said that they were sitting down. Nobody's behind them, you know. It's empty row. They were like one of the first ones. So we were like, they were watching it. And they hear out of the fucking corner of their ear, a bag just fucking, a bag of Cheetos just fall. What the fuck? Just fall. So, like, in order for it to fall like that, like they said that it, it just fell straight down. So that means somebody picked it up and dropped it. We don't see in the camera. We don't see anything. Like, we don't really like. We just see that shit just fall. It, like nobody picked it up or anything. It just falls. <laughs> and I was just like, "What the fuck is? What the fuck is happening?" And I was just like. Uh, like, that shouldn't be possible. Like, you would at least see sorry, something, pick it up and drop it. It's just fall, like, out of nowhere. I, I'm just waiting to, because Hispanic people are so superstitious. Like, we don't believe in, like, I mean, sorry, it's not that we don't believe. It's that we, we believe in spirits, but we don't want to fuck with spirits. Yeah. Um... Part of me, though, is I really, I really want the end of this story to be where your manager, who's, like, all chill, to just be like, oh, no, that's been, that's been me all these years. I've been haunting this place. I'm actually a ghost. <laughs> that's the uh, big well, there's two managers that are super chill. But, no, like, he, he's even, like, he's, he's 
that manager has sort of stories like he be having some weird ass ghost stories and I'm just like I, 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 fuck, I fuck with them I fuck with it I, I believe you 100% <laughs> I'm yeah. just like yeah like you it's like you're, you're bringing out the truth but I'm like I even told him but when, when was all this information when you hired me just so happens to leave out that the place I'm working at is fucking haunted just casually leaves that out um crap what was I gonna do oh yeah uh so um I asked you I told you on Monday that I wanted to do a segment where we explain a certain topic it could be anything or it could be either uh like a video game a band or a movie or some type of tv series you know something that we both like we like and we explain it to one another do you have an idea what your thing is going to be? Maybe, but I, I still have a thing. All right. Um, I have my thing. Um, originally, it was going to be One Piece, but I was like, you know what? That's way too long. Stupid. No. Yeah. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to explain the lore of one of my favorite games, Team Fortress 2. I'm about to explain the lore to you. Okay. okay. All right. So get this. We start off. In the early 18th century. Oh, wait. Or the 18, it's the 1800s. Okay. So it would be the 17th century, right? Or 19th? 19th. It would be the 19th. I, I'm i dumb. I don't remember how that works. I haven't. I have not gone to school in like months or years. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. I don't know. I don't, I, you ever have those moments where like you just kind of like forget how to like do something really basic? Yeah. It's like that trend on TikTok right now where it's like math problems and math questions and no one knows that answer them because they haven't gone to school in like years. Anyway, so um, the lore of Team Fortress 2, it starts in, I want to say like the, like the late 1800s. Okay. It has a man named Zephaniah Mann. He basically owns the, uh, the Manco. Okay. Okay. And he... Ends up having having two children, of the name of Redmond Man, and Blue Tarch Man, and having a third child named Gray Man, Gray Man. Okay. Now the thing is, is that Gray Gray, uh, he was born underweight. Okay. okay so he was kind of ugly, but baby. All right. Um. But I'm gonna switch up on. I'm gonna switch it a big show. So when Zephaniah, the father, saw a gray man and was like, "Ew, you're ugly. I, per- I want you to be smothered to death." So he orders like one of the nannies to smother his baby, you know. But right before the baby could be smothered, an eagle comes through and snags the baby. And that's all we see from Gray Man. All right, he he gets taken by an eagle and he's raised by eagles mm-hmm. for some reason. And then uh, we skip over a little bit. Um, one of his good friends, Zephaniah's good man, good good friends, is uh, Billy's Hale, who is uh, 
an, an, an Australian connoisseur, like not connoisseur, sorry, uh, Australian entrepreneur who just wants his start in uh, a company. So he partners with Zephaniamon and they create Manco, which is a, uh, wait, no, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. Bilius, mm-hmm. Bilius Hale, he creates Manco, which is a uh, weapons ma- manufacturing company. Yeah. Now we go a bit further into the timeline. Um, um, what's his name? Sorry. Redman and Blue Tarch, they are now young adults. All right. What they decide to do is they try and convince their father that a new source of fuel is going to come to the Americas. And that fuel source is going to be gravel. That's going to be the next fuel source. So they annoy and convince their fathers, their father Zephaniah, to basically purchase all of the gravel pits in America. To realize that gravel will not be the next fuel source. It was actually going to be uh, coal or oil. Mm -hmm. Either one of those two. Okay, they just misheard the information. Anyway, um, but yeah, no. So he ends up buying all the gravel pits in America. And realizing that it's going to be pretty much useless... He basically curses his the brothers, like his two sons, to basically be like, you know what? You guys made me purchase this worthless land. You guys are going to have to deal with it. All right. Here you go. So he says, you guys are going to have to deal with it, you know? And uh, just just go, just go through. All we really care about is like the, the, the last score. Um... So, he basically says, you guys are going to have to deal with it when I die. So, when he dies, he splits up the land equally and evenly. And says, this is your land, Redman. This is your land, Blue Tarch. So, now they both have two very useless lands, but they're too stubborn to admit it. So, now they're trying to take over each other's land. So, they hire nine mercenaries. You have the scout, the soldier, the pyro, the demo, the heavy, the NG, medic, sniper, spy. Okay? Mm -hmm. All of those guys. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, So, yes. So now we're going to fast forward a little bit more. It is now the early uh, 1920s, 1930s. Actually, wait, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Wait. We're going to, sorry, go a little bit further. It's now the uh, early 19, no, sorry, late 1940s, early 1950s. Okay. We are now in a point where Blue Tarch and Redmond, they created their companies Red and Blue. Red being Reliable Excavation and Demolition. Blue being Builders League United. Now, they've been fighting over the land for at least 20 years or something like that. Some shit like that. Okay? The original nine mercenaries, 
They're retired. They're no longer fighting. Now we have the new mercenaries. This is now Team Fortress 2. Okay? They've been fighting over the land, and we have these separate characters. Scout is a kid from Boston who had, like, seven brothers. And he was much weaker, so he decided to be faster than his brothers to get to the fights. Soldier is a World War II veteran who wasn't actually enlisted in the military. He just went to Germany to kill Nazis and awarded himself medals. Um, who's the next guy? Pyro is just this mysterious, like, pyrotechnical guy. Um, Demo is a Scottish demolition man who... As a kid, he was cursed by the wizard of Marasmus. That's why he has the eye patch. Mm-hmm. He cursed. He was cursed and lost his eye to Marasmus. Heavy is a, a Russian intellectual. People think he's an idiot, but actually, he's very. He's very. Uh, he's actually very smart in Russian. Okay. Mm-hmm. He actually has a degree in Russian literature. Anyway. Um, yeah, he he's actually a very wealthy and uh, all-around good guy. You know? Uh, then we have Engineer. Engie, he's a guy who's like Bruce Banner. He has like six PhDs. He's one of the smartest guys. He's actually his grandfather uh, or dad. I want to say dad. I'm going to say dad for right now. His dad uh, actually helped create the uh blue blue uh blue torch and redmond man's uh life extending machines and created the first centuries yeah so we go on now uh we have medic who is just this guy from germany uh he created the medigun and uh was able to create the uber charge which makes you invincible for 10 seconds uh, Sniper is an Australian, uh, he's an Australian mercenary slash assassin who is, uh, rumored to have never missed a shot. Spy is a French, uh, spy who's able to transform himself into, uh, pretty much any, any one of the mercenaries and he's another gun for hire. Okay. Okay. Now they're fighting over this useless land after they were hired by uh, by Redman and Blue Tarch. Now we skip over a few years. Billius Hale now gives his uh, his land or his his company over to uh, uh, his son uh, Saxton Saxton Hale. Okay. Saxon is now the is now the uh, is now the owner of Manco, and he's helping the war effort between these two companies. Uh, and then we find out that uh, Gray he finally comes back into the picture after uh, finally becoming strong enough. He kills the eagles that raised him and he eats them. He doesn't get eagle powers. Trust me, he does not get any of that. But what he does do is he creates his own company called Gray Greyco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing. There's not, there's not really a pun or any like. Uh, there's no like. I don't think there's anything uh, that 
What was it called? Anagram. Anagram? An anagram. An anagram. Acronym. acronym. There you go. Acronym. It's not an acronym. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna take Brandy Orton here. Um. So he creates Graco, which is not a weapons company, but what it is, it's a robot company. He creates robots. Yeah. Um. So what he did is he basically um created. Uh, he created robots of the mercenaries to basically take over Manco, which he ends up doing. He takes over Manco, and now the mercenaries are out of a job, and the and now they have to basically um they basically have to fight off the robot army, you know, all that type of stuff. Now we skip over. Uh, we skip over uh, another few years uh, now. Now that the robot army has been defeated and stuff, they're still out of a job, and and stuff. I don't exactly know wh where this. I don't remember exactly where the story goes after this. We find out Sniper is not actually Australian. He's actually from the underwater city of New Zealand. You thought I was gonna say Atlantis, but no, it's actually New Zealand. Um, yeah. Um. We find out he's actually from New Zealand. Saxton uh, creates a new... He ends up killing the last Yeti. And instead of creating a Yeti park, he makes Mercenary Park. Um, the original cast from Team Fortress comes back to basically try and kill the Team Fortress 2 characters. They end up, kill, uh, they end up losing, though... And medic sells his soul to to the devil. I know it's all weird. I don't remember exactly the last few of uh. I I didn't read the last the last two comics. I know, but that's pretty much like what happens in Team Fortress Two. One of my favorite games. So, uh, any thoughts about it while I finish? This? That's a very and the story the, the story you said it's very uh, convoluted convoluted yeah it's <laughs> all over the place but yeah it's amazing that's oof. yeah like my my story isn't that convoluted convoluted or I, I don't know it depends on how you see it, if it's interesting or not. Cause like it, it, it kind of uh, it's about like a like a uh, it's like two movies, but it's like a whole storyline uh, put together. Um, it's so it's gonna be the story of Dracula, and then with some of the events happening from Dracula two thousand, which is a movie. Okay. Um, pretty much. Uh, so pretty much just like this. Um, Dracula is one of like the most well-known vampires, you know. Uh, Nosferatu. Nosferatu, yeah. Um, you know he, he, he he's you know. Fuck. <laughs> what happened? No fan change. That's crazy. Um, and he's inspired by 
the real life accounts of fucking Vladim Painter. Ooh. Vladim Painter, uh, who is suppo- who is supposedly um, the first ever vampire in in human history, because supposedly after he killed them, he would impale them and suck out their blood. Oh yeah. Right. Uh. So, anyways, Dracula. So in, in Dracula, you know, he's he's waiting for. Somebody, because he's trying to buy a house in North London, right? Uh, he's trying to move there, you know, because he, he, like, the villagers where he lives in Transylvania, they know he's a vampire, and they're plotting to kill him. Okay. And so, he's waiting for this guy, his little sidekick, I forgot what his sidekick, or what his thing is. I forgot what his name is. Anyways, um, and so he's waiting, and the guy waits there, and, you know, it was at that time that, that, I just saw what you did, what the fuck, I'm just giving it back to the people that had just won it, because I had two people just win titles, Uh, and I forgot to sign them back. So they, um, you know. Dracula's wives come out. I gave it to the wrong person. Well, that's... You could release him and then sign him again, but that's just a waste of money. Exactly. I already wasted enough money. <laughs> um, so he goes on to... to turn him into his minion by doing some... by fucking turning into a bat and entrapping him with his eyes because... That's like everybody knows Dracula can hypnotize you. When he hypnotizes him, they uh they they travel onto a ship. During that ship, Dracula t- tells his minion to fucking release him, and he kills all of the people on the ship. When they get to North London. Somehow the sh- the ship made it to London without the crew members, and the people inspecting it see that there's nobody in there, there's nobody in the ship, until they go all the way into the basement and they see the minion just fucking laughing. <laughs> like that. Yeah, he's he's just laughing. He's just going crazy. He's going cra- he went crazy, and he's just laughing. So they got him into a into an asylum. While Dracula uh, gets out of his coffin and just roams around the city. In the city, he sees that there's this person that hears that Dracula is in the city by the name of Dr. Van Helsing. Van Helsing, everybody knows that that's his mortal enemy, you know. Who doesn't know that? But. Wait, said Van Helsing? Oh. Yes. That's his mortal enemy. So Van Helsing is like, this, uh, this person, Dracula, Count Dracula, like, what is he all about? And the people that have met him are like, oh, you know, he's weird, he's from Transylvania. And he's like, does anybody know how he got here? He's like, no, he just showed up out of the blue. 
And Van Helsing's like, well, isn't he part of, like, well, does he have any connection to what happened with the people on the ship? Like, no, the, the person that's responsible is in an asylum right now, because he just, because he confessed to the murders. That's weird. So one day, Van Helsing is having dinner with, with this uh, aristocrat. And Count Dracula comes in. And while Van Helsing is is facing the mirror, he sees that there's only one person on the reflection, and that's the aristocrat. But Dracula's right in front of him. Oh, goddammit. Where's his reflection? Nowhere. Van Helsing's like, I'm gonna test out his theory. So he grabs a little small mirror. And he goes up to Dracula. But the mirror is inside a box. So. So it wasn't obvious. So it wasn't obvious. So he's like, Count Dracula, I want you to see a prison of mine. Right when he's about to open the the box, I guess Dracula sees that it's a mirror. just smacks it away from his hands. And Van Helsing's like, you're suspicious. You're very suspicious. It's very sus, bro. It's very sus. And Dragon, instead of being like, oh, like you just scared, I, I thought something was gonna pop out. He's like, wolves, children of the night, howling, because he has a wolf around, around the fucking house. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's very ins- conspicuous. Inconspicuous, he says. I don't know. It's stupid. Anyways, so Van Helsing fucking's like, you know what? We gotta kill this man. He's a vampire. And if not, we're all gonna be dead soon. Imagine if he was wrong, though. Uh, yeah. So he he gets a wooden stake and some silver bullets. Because he's not really sure who kills him. They track him down. Dracula's like, so you know I'm a vampire. What are you gonna do about it? What you gonna do about it? Van Helsing's like, I'm gonna stab you. That's what's gonna happen. So he stabs him. Dracula dies. But wait, there's more. Well, wait. There's more. He wakes up 200 years later. I guess that was just like a wound. And then he had to heal. And he sees that the, the, the descendant of Van Helsing has become a, a, a very famous... Uh, professor and you know he's made his whole living about how he's the one that took down the real vampire and shit and while he's studying this um, he wants to figure out why is it that Dracula is the only vampire that is scared of a cross or anything that has to do with Christianity right so he's trying to study, you know, Dracula comes back, he's like, I'm gonna kill you just because you you're the descendant of the person that killed me or wounded me for 200 years, so I'm gonna kill you. It's like, bro, why do you do that? Like, yeah. I was, like, I wasn't even there. I mean, it's just, you know, I guess that's just what it's it is. It's called a uh, plot, uh, plot logic. It exactly. makes sense to the plot. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he... He, he tries to kill him. 
Dodson of Van Helsing escapes. It's like, what the fuck? He goes on and he, he researches. Like, he wants to know why is he scared of crosses or anything to do with Christianity? And why is it that he's scared of silver? Right? Because Van Helsing, um, sorry. Van Helsing, um, the, the original Van Helsing found that he's scared of silver. Um, but all the vampires that he tracked down don't aren't scared of silver. It's just Dracula. And then Dracula, you know, the, it's a whole storyline. You know, a bunch of shit happens. Dracula finally tells Van Helsing what it is. And this is the twist that nobody saw coming. Dracula is actually one of the disciples of Jesus. What? He is Judas. What? Wait, did you just snitch, bro? Listen. Fuck. Yeah, listen to him. Right. So anybody that knows about Judas, is he betrayed... not just he, a wrestling team. Yeah. He betrayed... He betrayed Jesus for how many pieces of how many pieces? Thirty pieces of what? Silver. 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 So when he he feels guilty, but I guess God punishes him, and so that anytime he touches the the silver coins, it burns him. So Judas is like. I can't take it anymore. He goes and hangs himself. God's like, no. Pussy. You're gonna pay for your sins for what you did. For killing my son. You're gonna have to live your whole life. You can, you can never die. Anybody that you love or fall in love with, they'll grow old, but you won't. So you'll have to suffer. Every time you fall in love with somebody, you know that you won't be with them forever. How many, how many times would you have to fall in love and then have them die in front of your eyes for you to like kind of just be like, you know what, I can't handle love anymore? I don't know, but it's funny, but, you know, like, he, Dracula's like, oh, Dracula's like, fuck it. I'm going to, like, he, he's had three people that he's loved die in front of him. So he's like, I'm gonna make so he's like the next person I fall in love with I'm going to turn them into what I am so I could be with them forever a vampire but the first time he couldn't do it correctly he ends up killing them because he went too deep into turn them into like he bit the neck too deep he eh, too hard he, too hard so pretty much, at the end of the day, Dracula is trying, everybody's like, everybody thinks that Dracula's just trying to kill people because he wants to, like, suck their blood. But no, it's because he wants to, when he finds somebody that he falls in love with, he, he wants to keep them forever because it's a curse that he has to go through. Mm-hmm. So Dracula's like, I now understand what love is and that my mistakes like I I'm not the villain here it's it's actually God for making me betray his own son 
That's why he's scared of crosses. He's scared of silver. Because that reminds him of the original sin that he committed. Oh, that makes so much sense, actually. But... Yep. I would never... I would never have... I never would have assumed that it was Judas as, as Dracula. I know. That's what, like... Like, it surprises me. Like... And just think about that. Judas as Dracula? That's crazy. Forty thousand to smack that. One. I got. Oh, I have one last. I have one more try. Yes, this is your go home. Well, actually, no, it's your turn because I I went oh. one twice in a row already. Okay. Well, before we start, we do that. We're gonna take a quick break. Yeah, a quick three-minute break. Three-minute break. Uh, we'll be back with you guys. And then you get into dress Rosa, and then you finally see Nolan. Another ten-year fucking gap. And we're back from our break. We're as back. You, as you can see, our conversations during our break are just. Yeah, they're, <sighs> they're good. I was uh, I was uh, yeah, I was telling him about One Piece about uh this one. Uh, clip from it, not a clip. Sorry, this one panel from it, uh, from the Zoe arc, that I really fucking love right now. Like, it's probably one of my favorite things right now. Uh, but yeah, no. Like, if you ever want to get into One Piece, I will gladly show you the shortcuts of how to get into it, because there are shortcuts. Like, yeah, you're gonna miss out on a bit of the character development, but if you want just like the general idea of like what each character is about. There are shortcuts to watching to like watching it. Yeah. For everyone else, I'll tell you those shortcuts right now. So if you wanna get into One Piece and you just wanna like understand like the basic storyline, watch uh watch the special uh watch the special movie episode of the East Blue. You will understand the first four character no wait, uh hold on. Uh Luffy Zoro Sanji, Usa. Okay, you'll understand the backstory for the first five crew members. Then watch the story of Chopper. You'll understand his arc. And then after that, go into uh, the episode of the De Desert Princess. That's another special. It'll tell you the Alabasta arc. And it kind of splits out. It kind of like gets rid of that filler. And like kind of like that whole debacle with like uh, the, the rebel leader and the king then watch the episode of skypia that explains uh blackbeard um it introduces hockey robin joins the team and then after that you've basically watched like 300 episodes you basically no 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 hear me out hear me out mm -hmm. you basically covered 300 episodes in four movies exactly see exactly you basically just you basically just got rid of 300 episodes and you watched four movies now you go into uh after alabasta is the water seven arc now that one is where the animation gets a little better so just get a filler list and just watch the canon episodes. 
of Water 7. That's where you meet Frankie, and that's where he joins the party. Okay? NA's lobby, like I no, actually, no, Water 7 is not where Frank, that's where Frankie is introduced. Watch NA's lobby. So, basically, after those four movies, that's when you start watching the anime. Okay? Water 7, watch it. NA's lobby, watch it. Post NA's lobby. Either watch it or read it, doesn't really matter. Um, and then we go into Thriller Bark. And then after Thriller Bark is where you get into Sabaudi Archipelago. Now, now, this is where the turning point happens. Either you continue to read it. I mean, sorry. You either continue to watch it or that's when you start reading it. Because reading it, that's when it starts getting a little faster for you. Okay? My turn? God damn it. Part of me is just like, I, I, I'm I, I'm at the point where I'm just kind of like, you know what? I just want to fuck around with this. with this Because I already did really good in the season one. I'm just going to fuck around here. I'm going to just put on... Yeah. I'm only be a one. I'm gonna just be a one time retainer. Um I'm gonna make it You wanna hear folks? I'm your new champion. Yeah. Down to me. Nah. Yeah, but no anyway, so yeah, no. Um Sabati Archipelago, that's where you start to kinda like decide for yourself, alright, am I gonna watch it or am I going to read it? Okay. Uh that's where I started reading personally. And after that, you have the other arcs, you know, like Marine. No, wait, um, Sabadia Capelago, then Amazon Lily, all that type of stuff. You know, it, it keeps on going. Okay. But yeah, no, if you ever want to get into One Piece, just do that. It saves way more time instead of just like, uh, just like flat out watching like it from like start to finish. Mm-hmm. What I will say though is you definitely lose out. You definitely lose a bit of the you do lose a lot of character development but you get an understanding of the characters and you basically see uh, what the storyline is going to be what's that it's a meme (laughs) (laughs) yeah <laughs> is Gargano's not even in WWE anymore? No, is he? but like they're saying they um, there's reports that Gargano um, wants is to in sign. talks. It's in talks now that Triple H is head of development, yeah, head of head uh, of, talent, head of creative and head talent. Of creative. Oh. So uh, he and he, that, remember Johnny Gargano left when Triple H got injured um, when he was going for surgery or something, and who took who took over? Vince was still part like. That's the whole 2.0 thing. Ah, that's right. Yeah, 2.0 was Vince's idea. So that's why they're like, that's why Gargano's like, I need to leave. Because <laughs> now... So, I mean, if Gargano comes back, I don't do shit. I wouldn't mind shit. Gargano? Have a reunion with Theory? Maybe Theory come. Maybe now that Vince... Um, yeah. One second, I got it. Yeah, maybe, now that Vince is... Um, is gone or left? They could say, "Oh, my new my my other dad is back," because mm-hmm. that was the whole thing with the way fucking this Sunday. Why are you even keeping track of this point? You God damn! I wasn't expecting to do that much. And now it's more because it's gonna. 
Okay, so we're not to give a track. I get the title, yay! Woo! Woo! Anyway, um, what was I going on about? Oh yeah, so you tell me how you wanted to get into anime? Yeah, like I was getting, I, I was, like I said, I watched a movie called Akira. Um, good. I was like, okay, this is, this went into my top five movies of all time. Um, I think it's number two right now. Really? I think. Wow. Yeah. An and anime movie, really? All right, that's awesome. An anime movie getting Juan's top ten. If, top five? Yeah, and top five. Like, if you see it, you'll probably know, like, you'll you'll probably see, like, oh, okay, I get, like, if you know who I, what I am, or what, um, what type of person I am, you'll, you'll see what I, what I mean. Yeah, that shit was, uh, got me. That's cool. Yeah. And then, uh, like I said, I started watching Attack on Titan. Uh, I stopped midway for season two. Uh, I, I I don't know why. I think it was because I I was starting college, so I was like, you know. Nah, I would say I would say like Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan is so back in the day. Uh, Back in my time, back in my day, uh, Naruto used to be the gateway anime. That's not it anymore. It's no longer the gateway anime. I don't care what anyone says. Like Naruto, Naruto, Shonen Jump, that's a gateway. Naruto Shippuden, that is not a gateway. It is not a gateway anime anymore. Okay. My opinion is this: Attack on Titan is now a gateway anime. Because the start, like season one, is pretty simple. It gives a good introduction to the characters. You like most of them. You enjoy Eren's like uh, Eren's ambition to kill all the Titans. And then later on, that's when we find more secrets about Attack on Titan. And now it's now it creates the engagement. The engagement is really important in anime because, yeah, sometimes you're going to really enjoy, sometimes you're going to really enjoy the anime you're watching, but sometimes what's the point if there's like nothing for you to come back to? Attack on Titan is an amazing anime because it has a lot of replay value. When you watch it for the first time, and then when you watch it for the second time, it starts to reveal to you how certain things happen, how certain characters figured out some things, how certain secrets were actually foreshadowed. Like there's this one I want to talk about, but I don't like I don't know where exactly you are, so that will probably spoil it. Yeah, I'll probably, I'm probably gonna start rewatching it. We uh, just need to find time. I mean, I might. Oh wait, so you saw the uh, the the uh, Annie in the in the forest, right? The the female Titan in the for, in the forest, and uh, what's his name? Why can't I remember his name? Irwin. Uh huh. Irwin. Uh, being able to capture. Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna explain to you really quickly. On why Attack on Titan is really good at being able to have a really good replay value. It's because of that. 
scene. Now, when you first watch it, you probably wonder, how the hell does Erwin know where and where to set up to catch the female Titan, right? Now, think about this. Erwin, after finding out that the Titans that were killed by, uh, like, Hanji. So, like, Hanji, how she has, like, those Titans that she experiments on sometimes. They get killed. Who's the first person Erwin goes to for questioning? Aaron. Aaron is the first person. The reason for that is because he knew immediately Aaron would have no possible idea on who it could be because he spent the, the night with Hanji so okay Aaron so he needs to make sure Aaron has no idea how who anyone could be because you know all that type of stuff then during the briefing we find out that Erwin gives false information to pretty much everyone okay so that nobody can know where Aaron is exactly because Aaron's the first Titan shift shifter, you know? First one in the series right now. Mm -hmm. So he's just like, okay, I need to make sure nobody knows exactly where Aaron is except for one person. Armin knows, okay? So the reason Erwin knows where to find knows where to find uh or no knows where to set up and capture the female titan is because of him basically knowing that if god damn <laughs> him basically knowing that eventually somehow oh wait fuck do i have my information i think i have my information mixed up you know what? it's been like two years since i've seen it basically erwin knows because we kind of like get the foreshadows, okay? We find out that a Annie turns in the wrong uh, 3D maneuver gear. That's the first sign. We find out, uh, we know Aaron has no idea where the hell, like, who the hell, who the hell could have killed the Titans. Erwin knows that, okay, if Aaron doesn't know actually who it is, then it definitely can't be either Mikasa or Armin either. Armin comes out and says, okay, Annie turns in someone else's 3d maneuver gear okay and then that's when it starts clicking with him okay so i have i have one suspect right now annie yeah. second time's great oh yeah second time's great yeah it's just <sighs> you know another gateway anime full metal alchemist brotherhood watch that Okay. After Attack on Titan, though. Okay. It's a it's a great uh, it's a great great gateway. It has really good uh, action storytelling uh, overall like story arcs and stuff. The brothers' uh, backstory is really engaging too. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, you finished your card by the way. Oh yeah. You want to tell how many people you how many fans you won? Maybe like a million or something. Gotta 
Oh wow, almost a million. That's cool. Yeah. I am. I am now. A champion again. A champion again. My last time, I literally won out of out of pure luck. Yeah. But I'm keeping the title. You're not taking this from me. I am your new head of the table. No, I'm joking. The fuck, Roman. Wow. That's my last thought. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good time. <laughs>